Sometimes there are big changes you can make that can save a bunch of time all at once. For example, packing your lunch the night before so that you don't feel rushed in the morning. And then there are little changes that you can make that save you tiny bits of time that end up creating a cumulative effect that saves a bunch of time in the long run. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hello, my Time Crunch teachers, and welcome to the show. This is your team teacher, Marielle Derizier, here to help you optimize your teaching, technology, and time management. I want to take a moment to thank all of you who subscribe to the podcast or are just listening right now. I really, really, really appreciate it. I appreciate the time you give to listening and to emailing or contributing your ideas. And I also really appreciate your patience. Um, for those of you who have been teaching in the classroom like I have, you know, it's been a very, very bad cold and flu season. And I just kept getting sick over and over again. And just when I thought I was getting better and was ready to record a new podcast episode, I would get sick again. And I just refused to listen um, to myself being super congested. <laughs> and so I figured you wouldn't want to hear that either. So I hopefully, uh, knock on wood, am all better and will be able to get to my episodes a little more consistently. But thank you so much for your time and patience. Today, we are talking about the hidden features in Google Chrome that will increase your productivity and make your life just so much easier because nothing is worse than wasting time navigating through some clunky tech issue while you're trying to teach or manage your classroom. So my tips today will focus on Google's web browser, Chrome, but many of them work in other web browsers like Safari. I'm just going to focus on Chrome today since many schools use Chromebooks with Google for Education services. First up is bookmarks folders. If you open the same links or websites every day, whether they're for your um, LMS taking attendance, or maybe there's certain videos you show every morning from YouTube. Um, I know many of us use Google Slides for our morning messages. If you open those same things every day, your email, of course, you need to be using bookmarks folders. Now, I'm guessing that you have a few important websites already bookmarked in your web browser bar. And there are probably those things I talked about, like attendance or maybe things used for online lesson planning. But it is so much nicer to be able to open those things with one click of a button, instead of having to click all of them or search for them. And you can do that with folders. All you need to do is create a bookmarks folder. And with a click of a button, all of those links open up. So if you're sitting in front of your computer right now, here are the steps you can do to set up a bookmarks folder. Begin by opening all of the websites you want in different tabs. Um, so all the links you need, um, open them up in different tabs. And you're going to collect them into a single folder. So let's focus on the things you need to open every morning, like your email, your attendance tab, and maybe your lesson plans or morning, morning meeting slides. But you can pick whatever you want. On the top right hand corner of the Chrome web browser, you'll see three dots. Click on them and select bookmarks 
then bookmark all tabs. A window will pop up that'll allow you to name your folder. So let's just name it daily or morning. And you can call it whatever you like. And now you will see a little folder icon on your bookmarks bar that's called daily or whatever you named it. So now what you can do is you can click on that folder and it'll open and you'll see all the bookmarks or you can right click on the folder and select open all. And when you do this, all the sites magically open in each of their own tabs every time. It's awesome. And it allows you to access everything all at once. And if you are more of a visual person like me and, and need to see what I'm talking about, I will link in the show notes a video I made that walks you through the steps of how to create that folder. Um, but they're fantastic. I use them every day. And the wonderful part is you can add, delete or edit any of the individual sites in this folder whenever you want. So it can be customized to your needs. I have one that's sort of my daily or morning folder. And it has things like, like I said before, attendance, email, lesson plans, morning slides, that sort of thing. But I also have one that I've created for my lesson planning. So I use a lot of the district created materials that are linked. I have certain maybe videos that I like to show the students or Google Slides. Um, and I access those every single time I'm lesson planning because I use them as reference. And so I actually have a bookmarks folder that's just for lesson planning, but you can create folders for whatever you want. Another option you can do in Chrome is set specific websites to open every time you start Chrome. But I slightly prefer the bookmarks folder option because I like having multiple folders for those different situations and being able to open them when I want to. But um, for example, like I said, you could do your daily folder, you can have your lesson planning one, you can put things in it like your school calendar or whatnot. And you don't have to hunt around to find all of those sites. But if you're the type of person that rather just have uh, specific tabs open every single time you open Chrome, you can do that as well um, by setting the default browser to open that way. The next thing I'm going to talk about, a next feature, is creating a icon only bookmarks bar. So you have your folders for your daily lesson planning, whatever it might be. But there are certain bookmarks that I like having on the bar all the time that I don't necessarily access daily, but I do need to use them. And usually when you bookmark a site, the bookmarks bar will show a little icon or picture and the name of the site. So for example, say you bookmark YouTube channel, um, it'll show the little red rectangle with the white play button as the icon, and then it'll have the name of whatever channel you have bookmarked next to it. And that's great, <laughs> because you can obviously read it and you know what you bookmarked. But what if you don't want everyone who sees your Chrome browser, like if you're projecting it to students, or if you're teaching via Zoom, or whatever it might be, what if you don't want them seeing all the names of all the websites? Or what if you just want to be able to fit more bookmarks on that bar? Because depending on how much text there is, sometimes you can only fit, you know, I don't know, six, seven. And right now I bet I probably have 15 to 20. And it's because I have the icons only. So let me explain how you can do that. Begin by right clicking 
on the bookmarks bar and selecting edit. Then go up to the name field. And this is usually where it'll say, obviously, you know, like the YouTube channel or the website or whatever it is. Select the text, highlight it and just delete it. So just completely remove the text. Be sure to click save. And now what it'll do is it'll keep that icon. So say, for example, is that YouTube channel we were talking about? It'll keep that red rectangle with the white play button, but it won't have the words next to it. And what you can do is you can do that with all of your bookmarks. And pretty soon you'll have a bar that just has all the pictures, all the icons for the particular websites, but it won't have the text. And at first, <laughs> um, when I did this, I'm like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't have deleted the text because now I have to memorize what all of those icons mean. But I guarantee it after like one day, you'll totally pick it up. And I've even done this with my students um, who are in second grade and some of them are pre-readers. They can't read. And so you would think, oh man, like how are they going to know what website is? But I'm telling you, it is easier to memorize those little icons um, than it is to read a bunch of text or have the text cut off uh, in order to fit the bookmark. So our brains do a wonderful job of remembering symbols, especially when they're colorful, which most websites uh, choose for their for their icon. But say you have two bookmarks on that bar that end up having the same icon. For example, let's say you have two Google slide decks for a class, you have one for unit one, and you have one for unit two, uh, for let's say your math curriculum. If you use the icon, they'll look the same, right? Because they'll be the same Google icon, which is fine. Um, but you might have a hard time remembering, oh, wait, which comes first, my unit one one or my unit two, or say you're doing it by class periods. Oh, my first period or my second period, the icon looks the same. Well, it's really simple. Instead of just deleting all the text, just leave a number. So that first icon has a number one, and the second icon has a number two. And now you remember first period is one and second period is two or unit one is one and unit two is two. And it maximizes how many bookmarks you can fit on the bar. I know this sounds like a lot of work for something that like, doesn't have a huge payoff. But I promise you, it totally does. Um, watch the video I made. It makes more sense when you can see it, but it basically makes it so that you can fit a lot of information in a small amount of space. And it also makes it more private. Like the kids don't need to know that the red and white P is Pinterest and that's where I'm finding all their lessons, but uh, they won't know that unless they were on my computer and clicked on it and they don't know that. So you can do that. You can sort of like hide what things are. Um, they'll probably recognize the Amazon one you have up there. All right, extra credit. My last two tips are super sneaky, but I love them. So have you ever found a paragraph or section on a website that you want to send to someone, but you don't want them to have to scroll through the whole article or the whole blog post just to find that one paragraph or that one section that's like buried at the bottom? Well, now you can send a link to a specific highlighted text on that web page and it'll take them right to it and it'll be highlighted. It's fantastic. All right. All you have to do is highlight the text that you want to share, right click and select copy link to highlight. This will create a link that will now be on your clipboard. So what you can do is you can 
paste it and send it to whomever you want. When they click that link, they will be sent to the section of the web webpage that you want to share, and it'll be highlighted in yellow for them. It is brilliant. No more scrolling through all of the like intro on a blog post or all the fluff or if it's you know like a recipe and you have to jump to recipe and find the part you want you can send them directly to the highlighted part all right here's another handy little shortcut that can totally save you have you ever accidentally closed a tab and wished that you could bring it back well all you have to do is hold control shift t the letter T, so control, shift, and T, or command, shift, T on a Mac, and it'll open your last closed tab. It is so nice, especially if you've been navigating deep within a website and you're like, oh no, what page I was I on? And you accidentally closed it. Control, shift, T, or command, shift, T, and it'll open right back up. This is also super useful <laughs> if you are um, walking by a student's computer and you're like, did they just close a tab because they were trying to hide that they were playing Geometry Dash or watching a YouTube video? All you have to do is walk over to their computer and do Control Shift T or Command Shift T if it's a Mac. And guess what? It opens the last tab they closed. And if you keep doing it, Control Shift T over and over again, it opens all the tabs <laughs> that they had closed. And of course, you could also go in their history. But if you just want to see if they closed one really quickly, that's how you can do it. But I actually found I use it more for myself because I always accidentally close tabs or close the whole Chrome browser and everything disappears. And then I just do those shortcuts and it opens right back up. Speaking of students testing school boundaries, today's classroom story is all about naughty language. That's right. It's about a little swear bear. So this happened years ago. I was on yard duty with all of the lower grades and a third grader ran up to me very, very concerned. And he tells me, Misty, Misty, something serious happened. One of the kids just said a very bad word. So of course <laughs> I asked, really, what, what did they say? And he's super hesitant. And he says, it's really bad. I, I can't say it. Um, it's the F word. And, I, and in my head, I'm like, what? Somebody said the F word. I mean, this is a third grader, right? And he's like, yeah, someone called somebody the F word. And so I'm thinking, I can't believe some little third grader just said the F word. Like, that's insane. And I'm like marching over and I'm ready to like lay down some facts and get some kid busted. And in a moment of beautiful kismet, <laughs> I think to stop and ask the kid, hold up, little dude, when you say F word, what do you mean? <laughs> and he's appalled. Like, oh, Paul, he has to tell me. And so he gets really close and he whispers, um, the F word. And I go, okay, well, like, you won't get in trouble for saying it. Can you just tell me the word you heard? And this little angel, he tells me the word he heard was fat. Okay. He goes, they called him fat. All right. So I get that saying calling somebody fat is not okay. It's, it's bad. And that shouldn't happen. Um, but 
my swear bear mind <laughs> went to another F word. So uh, this kid gets an A plus, not only for phonics, because he did great on that, but also in modesty. Good job, little dude, uh, wherever you are. You're probably a grown man now because this was forever ago. Um, but you are a much, much better man than me. All right, my Time Crunch teachers, thank you so much for your kind attention today. Until next time, teachers. Bye for now.